Welcome back to another episode of Am I Doing This Right? I'm Corinne Fox. And I'm Natalie McMillan. And we are best friends, confidants, millennials, and the hosts of Am I Doing This Right? A life how-to podcast from the perspective of non-experts. And each week we cover a new topic and we pop open a new bottle of wine. Yes, we do. And this week, Natalie, we're covering our favorite travel tips. I'm really excited. We are like, I think we're travel experts. We're travel experts. I will. I'm going to give it to us. I'm going to give that to us. Mm -hmm. And we're going to be talking about our top tips for road trips, domestic travel, and international travel. Mm -hmm. We're giving you it a wall. Yeah. All of it. All of it. Uh, We're going to be talking about the things you need to pack in your carry-on. And most importantly, you will soon hear of our passion, our dedication to compression Compression socks socks. and why they should be a staple of anywhere you're traveling. Literally You should have them on right now. You probably should. Honest (laughs) to God. Honest to God. Let's do a little housekeeping. We've got some things. We have a little housekeeping to do. One, we want to say that we are running a promotion right now. Mm -hmm. If you rate and review the podcast and screenshot your rate and review and email it to us at amidoingthisrightpod at gmail.com, you are in the running for one of Natalie's candles. Yes. And they smell, let me just tell you, they smell amazing. She's always got one burning. I always have one. I cannot be without one. And you know, we also send them to our guests. Yes. When they, yes. When they come on, we send them to our guests as a little thank you. So you, it would be like you're our guest. It's like you, you be our guest. Be our guest. Be our guest. <laughs> so yes, you guys can do that by rating and reviewing the podcast and screenshotting it and sending it to us. Another thing we're doing is we have a new segment called Random Advice. Yes. And we're actually going to do it at the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. So if you have a question that you need answered. That, a life question, yes. a situation you're in, maybe. Yeah. And like you need a couple besties to, to run it by, consider us your besties. Yes. Okay? So you can write in your question, mm-hmm. email it to us or email the situation. Mm-hmm. We will anonymously read it on the podcast and yes. give you our unfiltered advice mm-hmm. as if you were our bestie sitting right here with right us. Here with us. So you can submit for a candle. You can send in your random advice. Yeah. You can do it all. Do both. Do Actually, both. do both. Do We'd love both. to hear from you. So yeah, that, that's what's going on with the podcast. But mm-hmm. now, you know what I'm so looking forward to? Mexico. 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 This is a great episode for us because, like we said, Corinne and I, expert travelers, constantly traveling all the time. This was obviously pre-panty. Yeah, pre-panty. Post-panty. Well, it's not really post-panty yet, but we're close. We're close. We're close. My first international travel. Me too. So Corinne and I are doing a little couple days in Mexico. Yeah, we're actually celebrating our one year of Am I Doing This Right? So we're really excited. We will apply everything that we talk about. Absolutely. But first, let's get into the wine. Oh, the wine. Oh, yes. Okay. I almost completely forgot. I was so excited about it. You know why? Because your mind was on Margaret. Margaritas. Yeah. As is mine probably 90% of the time. That's true. Okay, sorry, Natalie. What are we drinking? We are drinking the Talbot Cali Heart Pinot Noir. Mm. Ooh, Cali Heart. But it's spelled K-A-L-I-H-A-R-T. Oh, interesting. I wonder if it's a name. That's a name. That's somebody's yeah. name. Okay. I'm going to do the pour. Mm. Ooh. You know we love a Pinot, and you know we love a Twist Top, and this is both of those things. Wow, this could be this could be the one. This could be the one. Okay, what's up? It's from Monterey, so it's a California wine. You okay, circle it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying not to say interesting because I always say and we that. always go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> interesting. 
I really need to come up with a list of adjectives to describe this for our listeners. Right, better, it's not better, Yeah, better than interesting. Yes. Okay, but Natalie, now that we've drank the wine mm-hmm. and I'm getting inspired for Mexico, yes. let's get into why we're talking about travel tips today. Yeah. Well, it's summer, and like we said, we're moving into that kind of post-pandemic world, and traveling is now less restrictive, and we thought it was a good time to share our tips because we're both seasoned travelers, and we've had our fair share of mishaps Mm -hmm, while traveling and tips that we wish we had known before embarking on trips. Yeah. So we're here to share our mistakes with you so that you don't make them. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And we broke this down from road trips, domestic travel, and international travel. And I actually did a lot of road tripping in the pandemic. Yeah, she really did. We We put some moilage on that car. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We'll soon learn. I wish I didn't take my car. So I want to go into preparing for a road trip if you're thinking about going on a road trip. Mm -hmm. Once you kind of know where you're going and you've decided your route, I think it's really important to start planning out your stops or at least have stopping options. So this includes rest stops along the way that you might want to stop at, food stops, bathroom stops, scenic stops, overnight stops, and gas stops. So just kind of looking at your route and being like, okay, we could pull over here. I could pull over there. I don't think you necessarily have to book things ahead of time. I've been on road trips where I didn't really book my overnight hotel ahead of time, but I just kind of knew what area we would stop in. And so Joe and I, yeah, we love to look ahead and think about where we could pull over if we needed to. And the most important part, check for dead areas. So no reception, no gas, no bathrooms, no no food. Yeah. Yikes. That's a scary situation. Mm-hmm. So anticipate how you would prepare for those dead stops. And fuel up even if you're not low on gas. Do things like, you know, go to the bathroom before you hit a large rural area. Because you never know. You end up in the middle of nowhere sometimes. No, you do. We and Joe, we we traveled a lot from LA to Denver because mm-hmm. that's where his family lives. And so it's like a 16-hour road trip. And we don't we would stop overnight. But we'd go through these big stretches of desert. And there have been times when I'm like, I have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Like, have to. Yes. And then it's also like, you, what, you just go on the side of the road? Like, you have yeah. got to plan these and the, things. And this is like the desert. So there's not like a tree I can go exactly. behind. It's just my bare ass and um, <laughs> this- the freaking plane. <laughs> no. It's It's not fun. And I think even just beyond these dead areas, like planning those food, those gas options. And Joe, I love you so, so much, but I'm going to call you out right here. And you know exactly what I'm going to call you out on. <laughs> Joe waits until our gas is literally teetering on empty. Absolutely teetering not. Teetering on empty. And I'm going to say, do not do that, even just for the sake of your relationship. Don't Because me do and it. Joe, it, things get real tense in the car when I'm like, babe, does that say 10 miles left? He's like, yeah, yeah. But, but it's once it hits zero, you still have 15 miles. No, I'm like, no, Joe. No, Joe. Uh-uh. <laughs> no He's going to be laughing. Way. I think my whole thing is like I always do it when I hit half a tank. Yeah. Because let me tell you, and maybe it's because he's a man and hasn't experienced the absolute fear of being a female that has to pull over into the sketchiest gas station of all time and be like, oh, I'm going to get murdered today. Mm -hmm. This is why we don't wait, Joe. 
That's why we don't win. That's why we He's, don't win. He has gotten a lot better because there's been some tense moments. Also tense moments, I'm hangry in the car. So oh. pack snacks. Pack snacks and also just have food options available because mm-hmm. if I'm hangry and Joe's gas is low, oh my God, <laughs> no, forget it. that is a or, recipe for disaster. Forget it. <laughs> forget it. Another tip we have is consider renting a car. I have never thought about this and I wish I had. I know. My friends, uh, when we went to a bachelorette party, they rented a car and drove down to Palm Springs, and I had never heard of that before, but it avoids putting unnecessary mileage on your everyday vehicle and can help avoid extra costs on leased vehicles for going over your mileage, which we talked about in the buying versus leasing cars episode, which is something I didn't know. I didn't know, yeah. Leased cars, if you go over that mileage, you get charged for like every mile. Like per mile. Which is insane. Insane. Another tip that we have for road trips is to print out or even screenshot your route ahead of time, Mm -hmm. especially going back to those dead spots. Like you could lose your GPS signal, um, your phone signal, and you should have a backup on your phone or even in your hand. Um, I also like to tell somebody my route ahead of time just Mm -hmm. in case if something happens, they kind of know where you could be. Right, right. A general area. Yeah, you could be somewhere in this 16-hour stretch. (laughs) Stretch of (laughs) pure desert and no service. Yeah, seriously. Speaking of desert, hydration. Yeah. Hydration is so key. But my whole thing is I always like hydrate a ton on the day before because mm. I hate hydrating on the road and having to stop all the time. To yeah, eat. Joe, I love you, Joe. He pees every 35 minutes. No, I can't do it. I'm actually, a straight sh- I want to go as long as humanly possible. We're actually going on a road trip tomorrow and I feel like I have not drank enough water. Oh, you've got to start. Oh my God, okay. I'm going to switch to water really yeah, quick. Yeah, switch to so yeah. Okay, so this is all like prepping for the road trip, mm-hmm. but once you're on the road, now what is something that we always recommend? Compression socks. Compression Compression socks. socks, you guys. If you don't know what they are, they're extra tight, like real tight, tight, tight socks that help facilitate blood flow in your legs and help avoid blood clots. But beyond that, they just, they make your legs feel less heavy after sitting for a long ass time. Yeah. When you take them off, you're like, you know, when you get off sitting for a long time, you feel like you're all stiff. Yeah, you're so stiff. You do not feel like that. No, you you're a brand new on. bitch. You get out of that car and you're like, let's go. Let's go to the club. Another thing on the road when you're on these road trips, you know, obviously you need entertainment. Listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. We lo- I, me and Joe listen to podcasts and audiobooks all the time. We actually listen to Obama's A Promised Land. <laughs> Just like 24 hours. Oh, oh, no, no, no. It's longer than that. It's like a 60-hour read <gasps> and it's only – Part one. Oh my God. But, and I will say it was a little, it was really interesting to hear about Obama's like first term, but his voice is so soothing that I would be falling asleep. Oh yeah. But I do have some, a bigger tip here because a lot of people beyond our podcast love crime podcasts. Mm -hmm. So Joe and I have made the fatal mistake multiple times of listening to a whole series of one. I will say by the end, you feel terrible. You feel like you were in the podcast and I've gotten to our hotel before and I I'm not kidding cried myself to sleep <laughs> Joe was holding me and I was like <laughs> and he was like we're never gonna listen to a crime podcast again well it's true because sometimes you have to pull over at like a random motel a six in the middle of fucking nowhere and you've just been hearing about someone being like murdered mur- at a motel six in the middle of fucking nowhere <laughs> I know it's, it's true you gotta limit the, the the crime podcast exposure you really do you really do also for being on the road, staying alert and awake, absolutely yeah. key. Mm-hmm. So like Corinne was saying, if if Obama's voice is 
is lulling you to sleep, you got to turn it off. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, get a lot of rest the night before. And sometimes it's hard because mentally, you know, you're checking things off. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, I got to do this. But prioritizing sleep is extremely important. Yes. I feel like even I'm about to call Joe out because a lot of times I hear that Joe's like, he's going right after work on a 16 I'm like, mm-mm. Yeah, I know. Sorry, Joe. We love Sorry, you, Joe. but we care about you. Yeah. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> also, if there's ever a time to caffeinate, it's now. Do it. Get your morning coffee. Grab some energy drinks for a pick-me-up and don't let your friends shame you for enjoying you a, me <laughs> a pure trash purple monster when the rubber hits the road. It's because I care about your liver. It's I'm true. very concerned about what is in the purple monster. <laughs> you know what? It's none of your concern because it keeps us awake. And it, it, we just, it's a good time. It's a good time. In, okay. So, and finally we do, we're not going to just bash Joe on this. Right. We, he actually gave us a tip for road trips because he does drive all of ours. Mm-hmm. And he said to enjoy the ride and maybe to opt to take the scenic route for one leg of the trip, usually the first leg, because on that second leg back, you just want to get home. You just want to get home. I think that's a great tip. It's a great tip. So if you're planning out your route, consider doing the the first leg, the more scenic, maybe a little bit longer, a couple hours longer, but you get to see something cool. Yeah. Okay, Joe, you've been redeemed. You've been redeemed, babe. I'm sorry. I love you. Okay, so let's move into domestic travel Mm -hmm. now. This is airline travel. We're not not driving anywhere. No longer on the road. What is our number one tip, Natalie? Compression socks. It's compression socks again. <laughs> it's compression socks <laughs> Because again. it does not matter the distance, okay? They are always a great idea on flights. Actually, the longer, the more necessary you need yeah. them. Oh, yes. But I'm not even, like, I'm saying, oh. I think the tip is, like, what, over three hours? But I don't even care. Wear it on a one-hour flight. Wear them. Wear them literally always. <laughs> they are the best. Okay, so when it goes into booking your flight for wherever you're going, I think what's really interesting and actually just saved a lot of money is Tuesdays are a great day to book flights. They are cheaper on Tuesdays. Actually, just saved like hundreds of dollars by just not. I was going to book a flight on Monday and I just switched to Tuesday and super cheap. So actually, today is Tuesday. So if you need to book a flight, consider today. Do it right now. Keep it. Do it right now. Another thing that I really like to do when you know you. You're on the booking portal and you're looking at which seat to get. Uh Go to seatguru.com and it's a website that you can look at your flight's exact aircraft and there's ratings on different seats. So it'll be like, oh, "Oh, this seat doesn't fully recline or like (gasps) this seat, the window doesn't like pull down. Genius. Yes. And so like I – sometimes if you're in between two, you're like, should I be like 10A or should I be 12B? And it's like, oh, well, 10A, the seat doesn't recline all the way because whatever the fuck's going on on this plane. Right. And you're like, oh, okay, I'll do the other <gasps> one. Wow. Yes. I had never heard about seat, seat guru. guru. So if you're in between some seats, and also it'll be like, this one's like really smelly. It's near the bathroom. Don't yeah. do it. Um, smart. Yeah, seatguru.com. So Another tip for domestic travel is to pack things that could get you overnight in your carry-on in the event that your luggage is lost or if your mm-hmm. flight's canceled until the next morning, which has actually happened yeah so bring some pajamas a toothbrush your medications contacts and like your glasses yes so anything that you would need in the event of the shit absolutely hitting the fan Mm -hmm. put that in your carry-on because you just never know you never know you never know 
Another hot tip I have as a diabetic and a jewelry designer is to always pack medications and jewelry in your carry-on. So if your jewelry is valuable or irreplaceable, absolutely do not put it in your luggage. I've never done that and I really should. You really yeah i've heard horror stories of people like losing their i will grandmas. i have i have a cartier necklace that's like pretty expensive and yeah. when i do travel with it i wear it wear it yes mm-hmm. never put it in your luggage because again you just never know when one's gonna get lost um and also obviously with medications you just don't ever put things in your yeah. luggage that makes sense might, that it makes might sense. disappear Another domestic travel tip that I swear by, we've actually talked about it very passionately in other episodes, and if you don't have this right now, this is your sign. TSA pre-check. I refuse, refuse to travel with anyone who does not have TSA pre-check. She's not kidding. She's not kidding. Because it's this, (laughs) and if you guys don't know what it is, it's an expedited security screening program that allows you to bypass those long security lines and breeze through the airport way faster. And so you don't have to take your shoes off. You don't have to take your laptop out of your bag. You don't have to take off your belt, your jacket, all that stuff where you're like, things are flying. You're like, oh no, yeah. wait, hold on. And people are yeah. behind you. Mm-hmm. None of that. You just walk right in, you walk through and But the way it works is that TSA just has to determine that you're a low-risk flyer through an application. You do an interview at the airport. And you can only do TSA pre-check at participating airports, but literally all of them do it. And it's, get this, you do have to pay for it. It's $85 for five years. That is the most worth it thing in the world. It's $17 a year. You would pay $17 one time flying. Be like, would you like to skip the line, ma'am? And be like, yes, it's $17. That's just for one. Imagine if you travel a few times a year. It's it's so worth it. It is beyond worth it. Mm-hmm. You're going to get accepted as long as you're, like, not a sketchy person. If you're listening to this, you're going to get accepted. Like, yeah. it is. If you have, like, no criminal history, right. you should be good. You're going to be fine. <laughs> also, you're going to avoid, like, Corinne was talking about just, like, having your hands full of stuff and, like, being overwhelmed. And it reminds me of we had that happen to us in Paris, Corinne and I. Oh, when you fell over? I fell over. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. We were, me and Natalie were waiting for the the train train. in Paris and, or in London and. We were going uh, to Paris. We were going to Paris. And I look over and Natalie, you know, your hands are full and you're like, and I look over and Natalie like just timbers back and her legs fly up in the air. And I'm like, oh my God. It was bad. It was a bad fall. It really was. It really. It was a. It was like a Humpty Dumpty. It was very like. It was very like keeling backwards and like legs shooting up from underneath. Yes, you You could avoid all of that if you just simply got to say breach. Yeah. (laughs) Oh man. All right. Another another tip we have is to pack a self care kit and always keep it in your carry on. So things like Vaseline Mm -hmm. for if you've got like chapped lips or also a tip that we love is to put it on a Q-tip and put it up up your nostrils because you get the dry. It's so dry. Yes. Yes. I actually, I have my my pre-pandemic travel kit here and I was going to open it. Yeah, let's go through it. Okay. I should actually have the same carry-on bag. Yeah. So I have antibacterial hand wipes. Gotta have them, especially now. I have Evian facial spray. Yes. It's just like a little mist. Moisture. Clorox wipes. Mm-hmm. 
I was doing this pre pre panty. Mm-hmm. I was wiping down my seat. You got it. And the, don't forget the the tray and the tray. Jesus, <laughs> I can only imagine what's on that. I have a face mask. Mm-hmm. I have, and a, she means like a sheet mask, like, like a, a like a facial mask. Yeah, like I like doing a little post flight yes. facial. Mm-hmm. I have Egyptian magic, which is like a balm that you can really apply to your lips. You're gonna put it up your nose, whatever you want, on your elbows. Cuticles. I have visine. I have <gasps> eye allergy drops. Mm-hmm. I have Vaseline to also put up my nose. I have a lip scrub. I have a meditation oh. balm. I have floss. <laughs> These are all absolute <laughs> things that you must have. I also um, have a little bottle of Xanax. Uh huh. And I have plug-in headphones. Yes, plug-in headphones are very important because I feel like we forget that everybody has AirPods in now. Yes. And they don't plug into the to the screen. Into the TV. So you got to bring like your Beats or… Like, I just have like cheap like little earbuds yeah. that I just plug in. Yeah, because that little headphone jack. Because even like the iPhone headphones don't work. No. Because they have that new You need plug. the like uh, aux jack. Yes. And Corinne's point about the Xanax… Definitely, if you have like a flight fear or something, have a backup. Because currently, it's actually very good on flights, but having a backup. It's just, it's peace of mind. Peace of like, mind. If I needed it, it's there. It, yes. I, honestly, if I opened that bottle, I think it'd be dust. I've never, I don't think <laughs> no. I've ever opened it, but it's just like nice to know it's there. Yes. So that's a good little tip. If you've ever got something, just, you know, keep it on hand in case of emergency. Yeah, and a lot of these um, domestic travel tips actually apply to our next segment, which is the international, international. ones. But we do have one of our top tips that for international travel that we want to emphasize, which is… Compression socks. It's compression socks again. <laughs> yeah, uh, putting those compression socks on. Yes, because let me tell you… <laughs> Let me tell you, and Corinne gets all the credit for this because she put me onto compression socks. I bought them at the airport when we were going to London, and she was like, you, you have to have them. You have to. When I tell you, this was a 12, 11-hour flight, I walked off that plane, took my socks off. I'm like, should we go for a hike? You feel amazing. You feel amazing. You actually, your legs actually feel better, better than they did going into yes. the flight. It's incredible, guys. My, my mom was super hesitant about it, and we were on this long flight to Singapore. It's literally 18 hours. Why was she hesitant? Because she's hesitant. She's a Capricorn. She's stubborn. Yeah, true. And so she was like, I don't know about these, Corinne. I don't need them. I was like, Mom, true. Trust me. She put them on, took them off. She was like, oh my God. We can't emphasize enough how much you need compression socks. If you gain anything from this, it's (laughs) the compression socks. Yes. The other thing is TSA Global Entry. Which is different than TSA Mm -hmm, PreCheck. So basically, TSA Global Entry is PreCheck with the added benefit of expedited U.S. custom screenings when you re-enter the U.S. It's that long line you have to sit in when you're (sighs) customs. Yes, when you come back through customs. So I feel like some people don't realize that those lines can be hours. Yeah, they can be hours. They can be like six hours long. Mm -hmm. And with Global Entry, you can be out of there. I'm not kidding you in 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, you just go to this little automated like system. Thing. Yeah, and you like put your little passport on, and they're like, "Okay, bye." Mm-hmm. So it's super easy. Again, one hundred dollars for five years, and that's if you get the hundred dollars for five years, it includes the pre check. Yes. yes, it includes pre check. So it's not like you have to get eighty five and the no a hundred bucks. You're covered for international and domestic, and like TSA pre, you you have to do that the interview at an international airport. So that is the kind of caveat with that. Mm-hmm. It has to be an international airport to be cleared. And I just need to state. 
because when I went in for my interview, I went in looking like a mess because mm-hmm. I just thought we're just going to be chatting here. I had no makeup on. My hair looked crazy. I thought we were going to be talking. No, they do take your picture. Yeah. It's like an ID. And also they take it when you least expect it. <laughs> so just be prepared because it's the worst picture I have <laughs> personally ever taken in my life. I look stunned. I look shocked. <laughs> I look tired. And I have to have it for five years. So be aware. Be, just be aware. Yeah. Friendly, friendly tip. Yeah. Um, and I'm looking thing, out for you guys. <laughs> another thing to be aware of when you're traveling internationally is that America has different power outlets than most countries. So make sure you grab a power adapter before your trip that you can plug into things. I actually have one that is multi-country. So you just you like click the country that you're in and it pops out the right one. So you don't have to buy a different one. So mm-hmm. I just have like one adapter for everything. Oh, I need to get that one because mine is like – it's like a long thing and then you have to manually put oh, which no, country yeah. on. Yeah. Oh, very cool. I have to get that. Mm-hmm. Another thing to consider is that when you're at the airport, go to one of the currency exchange kiosks and grab – you don't need to get a bunch because they do chart. It's like the exchange rate. It's like – crazy high at the airport at the airport but do get a couple assorted bills in the currency of the country you're traveling to so that when you arrive like let's say you just want to grab a snack you want to pay a cab driver Mm -hmm. because a lot of the times they're like they refuse to take credit card and so just have that on hand you don't run the risk of your card getting declined also because when you travel a lot of the times you get flagged Mm -hmm. and like they think it's fraud yeah you can also alert your credit card company and you should alert your credit card company before you go and also your phone company but we'll get into that and also also another thing when you're on the flight if you're traveling internationally you should think about your sleep schedule so think about the time that you're going to be arriving and then plan out if you should sleep in the beginning of the flight the end of the flight so that you're more on time for me i had to travel a lot to italy when i was modeling mm-hmm. and that was like my key where i'd be like okay arriving in italy at noon so i'm going to stay awake for the first half of this long ass flight and then i'm going to sleep at the end and then i'm going to wake up and i'm going to have enough energy to get my day started always always worked out for me and same for when you come back because it's like sometimes on the way there you sleep but on the way back you kind of have to stay awake yeah Mm -hmm. but it really helps with the jet lag it really does really does this is something i'm extremely passionate (laughs) about because it has bamboozled me multiple times bring a pen yeah you're gonna need a bring a pen (laughs) because if you let's say you've not traveled internationally yet you might not know that there's a lot of forms you have to fill out both on the plane and there's probably more now with covid too probably Mm -hmm. when you get off the plane you have to write like where you're staying usually address of where's the hotel and you're always like i I have no idea the phone number is like what (laughs) but yeah you'll be surprised that nobody on that fucking plane has a pen (laughs) and so you're just like looking and if you're an introvert like us i would almost rather write it in my own blood (laughs) than ask somebody for a pen (laughs) honestly (laughs) honestly Um, Also, this is a hot tip because my dad really fucked this up one time. Check your passport well in advance to make sure it's not about to expire Mm. or already expired, which is what my dad did. My cousin's wedding in Mexico, I'll never forget, he called and he was so mad and I was like, "Uh uh-oh, something's happening. Turns out his passport had expired like the year before. (gasps) Couldn't go to her wedding because you can't get it. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. You really can't. With passports, they take a while. Mm -hmm. So make sure you look at it beforehand and also research your destination, their rules related to passport expiration because some countries require that you have a six-month remain, like a six-month remainder Mm -hmm. on your passport. 
from the time you're scheduled to depart. Yeah, yeah. Which my, is, you know what's funny is my manager, James, he tracks my, my passport because oh. for jobs, like if I read a book, a movie that has to film in London and I have to leave in three months, like he, so he, he texts me sometimes, your passport's going to expire. <laughs> I'm like, oh my thanks, God. James. <laughs> James, coming through. And another tip that we think is really important with international travel, we kind of covered it, is checking your credit card and seeing if they charge for international fees. Some credit cards don't. And they're like, that's part of their appeal is that there's yeah. no international fees, but a lot of them do. Mm-hmm. And so that's, you know, got to pull out cash ahead of time, all that stuff. So just be aware of that and also alert your credit card. You can go online. You can say, hey, I'm traveling to this place so that they don't flag your card mm-hmm. when you use it. Like, you know, why would you, all of a sudden your card's right. been used in Germany? Right, right. <laughs> and then tell them how long. You can pick the place and how long you're going to be there. Yes, exactly. And then the last thing we have to say about international travel is checking your phone service provider and seeing if they have an international data plan that you can buy. I this is my moment. This is her moment this to is the shine, only everybody. Time that T-Mobile <laughs> comes through. She suffers here I, in America with T-Mobile for this very reason. Yes, because T-Mobile has unlimited international data. And I was when I was in my early twenties, I was traveling all the time. Like I was saying, I was going to Italy. I was going here, here, here. And so I needed international data like all the time. So T-Mobile is great for that. In the U.S., just I, I might as well be in a different country. You might as well be. Um, you might as well be. Because T-Mobile's not great. But I, I do know. I do use it for... It's good for international. Um, but if you don't have T-Mobile, if you have Verizon or AT&T, you can just buy a little plan and they'll yeah. give you extra data. Because I have Verizon and it's like, I don't know, it's like $5 a day or something and you can be over there. Yeah. But also, if you don't have the ability to do that, you can always use Wi-Fi mm-hmm. for like iMessage or you can download WhatsApp because I don't understand. If you're a European listener or a British listener, what is it with WhatsApp? It's not even European. It's also like in Asia. Like everybody else Everyone. in the world uses WhatsApp bus. Yeah. I'm not really sure why. But I'm intrigued. It's encrypted. Oh. So, like, people can't, like, hack your WhatsApp. Oh, interesting. I mean, I don't know. I'm not saying anything in my messages. Right, right. Requires that. And then really our final, final, final travel tip that is really important that I actually want to do a whole episode on because it is a lot more in-depth than this Mm -hmm. is flight status. Mm -hmm. That is really the ultimate, ultimate best flight hack you can have. Airlines have frequent flyer programs that you can acquire more miles and they'll put you into these tiers for rewards. And if you're a high status member, you'll get free check bags, you'll get free snacks, and most importantly, mm-hmm. you'll get free upgrades. And I feel very passionately about my status. I worked very hard to get up <laughs> a very high tier on an airline and then 2020 happened, I've not been able to use that tier. Very upsetting. Very upsetting, but I think this is by far the best travel hack. And if you want to acquire status, you can do that through physically flying miles on like one airline and being dedicated to that. Mm -hmm. Or you can actually get an airline credit card and you can start building miles that way. Um, And this will really dramatically increase the comfort of traveling for yourself. It's really the best thing you can do. But we'll get into a whole episode one day about flight status. Yeah, because I don't really ever pay attention to it. I always try to have status on three airlines. And then I I think I have it on American. And then one of my airlines I have like platinum. Platinum. And then the other ones I just have the basics. So I just get like free check bags. Like I just booked a trip with my mom and she was like, I have to pay $40 for my bag. And I was like, I don't. I don't. I don't. don't. I think that's me and American, but like Delta, I don't have them on other ones. But I want to get that platinum status someday because I'm trying to get upgraded. There you go. I'm trying to get upgraded. 
All right. Well, that's our episode. And we hope that you feel more confident to plan your next vacation. You understand the do's and don'ts of road trips, domestic and international travel and are inspired. We hope. No, we We, affirm. We affirm. You will be buying a pair of compression socks. (laughs) You know what? When we get merch, we should make compression socks. We should make compression socks. We have to. We have to. We have to. It's so on brand. All right. Well, now should we circle back on this Pinot that we're drinking? Let's let's circle back on it. It is the, once again, the Talbot Cali Heart Pinot Noir from Monterey. And would you like to intro our hottie of the week? Yes. Our H-O-T-W? Yes. Our H-O-T-W this week. We chose him because... He's an adventurer. He does a Mm -hmm. lot of solo road trips. He writes about it in his memoir. He actually went to the Peruvian jungle alone. So this man loves to travel. Yeah. And it's Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) (laughs) You know how it is. I mean, he's like, he's undeniably hot. Yeah. So Matthew McConaughey, one to Matthew McConaughey. What are we feeling about this Talbot? Yes. So let's see. Matthew McConaughey is also like, he's kind of like grungy. Like, I feel like he has like a- Grungy? I mean, kind of. You know, like he's he's like earthy kind of. Very earthy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to like take a sip and sort of compare to what I feel like he would be. Hmm. I like it. Okay. It's kind of interesting because when you first take a sip, you're like, hmm. And then you're like- Huh, actually, I like it. What would okay. your rating be? What are your Tatianas? My Tatianas are I like it, mm-hmm. don't love it. For me, it's about a seven. I would say a seven. Okay, seven. Yeah, we're going to give it a seven. A it's s- solid. It's solid. A seven out of Matthew McConaughey. Mm-hmm. And if you want to pick up a bottle and try it for yourself, it will be linked in our show notes. So this is the time of the episode where we play a little wrap-up game. And this week, like we said, we're going to be answering some random advice that you guys have written in yes. and want our opinions on. So we have, I think, two questions, two questions. that you guys wrote in um, that we're going to answer completely anonymous. We're not going to say the name of anyone who wrote in. Mm-hmm. Nat, do you want to go first? I'll go first. Okay. So this question is about a friend who has very low self-esteem. When I say a friend, I mean this person's friend, yes, not so this my is, friend. Are you, this, you're reading yes. what they wrote, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Their friend has very little self-esteem. They have a lot of negative self-talk, particularly about their body. Mm-hmm. So she wants to know, do I fully ignore it when she starts talking about it? Mm. Or do I not respond as to not reinforce the behavior? Mm. That's a tough one, right? Because this is kind of this personal journey that your friend's on and this sensitivity that they have. She also says that she's tried to encourage her to go to therapy and she refuses, which is a very tricky situation. Here's my personal thing. I don't know if it's right or wrong. I would ignore it. I would also ignore it. I would ignore it because then you're not giving it power. Mm -hmm. And I think she'll soon start to realize, oh, no one else is interested in hearing this. Yeah. And people are not available to. And she might be doing it to like get you to correct her mm-hmm. and be like, no, 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 you, you know. And if if you've already addressed the situation, like, hey, you know, you should go to therapy. You should really work on this. Yes. Now I think you've done what you can as a friend. Now you pull back and you just let her get there. Because the other thing too is to consider like your friends are always gonna. If you're like, oh my god, like I hate myself. I hate my body. I hate. Like, your friends think you're the most beautiful person in the whole world. They don't want to hear you say that. Yeah. You know? It's mm-hmm. like, 
they love you so much. They think you're amazing. They think you're perfect. Like they don't want to hear you say that because that's sad for them, you know? So it's like, I'm sure that this person has said to her like all those things, all those amazing things. And if it's just not working for her, then I agree. I think just staying silent just, and she'll get yeah. the hint that, wow, this isn't a conversation they don't like hearing. Yeah. And then maybe think, okay, maybe I should do something about yeah. this. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I feel sad for your friend. I do I feel sad for her. I know. It's so hard. It's so tough. Okay, so the next question we got written in was, do you struggle with imposter syndrome? If yes, any advice on how to navigate these feelings? Uh, Oh, girl. One trillion percent. (laughs) Welcome to imposter syndrome central. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Headquarters. We are right here. Yeah. Um, So yes, the answer is yes. Natalie and I both deal with this. Mm -hmm. I will say that in... Maybe I could talk from more of like a traditional business sense and you can talk as an entrepreneur. Okay. But I will say that I have to go into a lot of meetings with big, scary, powerful people Mm -hmm. and I feel like I'm young, I'm a woman, um, I shouldn't be here, Mm -hmm. everyone thinks I'm so stupid. Mm -hmm. What I started learning, what was a big like aha moment for me was like, if you're being invited into the room you are worthy of being there. You're supposed to be there. You are supposed to be there and you are there for a reason and you have something valuable to add. And I think actually in our episode with Dee Dee, she was talking about like how maybe because you're not like them, like that is actually your power Power. is that like you bring this new perspective that nobody else has Mm -hmm. because whatever, you're younger. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. what? Yeah. You're a woman. Oh yeah. That's great because you see the world differently. Yes. And so that's been like uh, a game changer for me. And you just have to remind her. You kind of like, you got to hype yourself up, you know? Yes. You really got to hype yourself up. And then for me, I agree with that sentiment in the terms of like, when I first started doing like trade shows with, with like other jewelry designers, I always thought like, why am I here? Mm-hmm. Like, like all these other people I think are way more experienced. Like, I don't know what I'm doing here. And then you start to realize like, oh, all of these people started somewhere. They all have felt like this. And then it was even really hard at first. I don't think I called myself a jewelry designer until mm-hmm. I was like two years in. Wow. Like Be- you couldn't like give that to yourself. Yes. And the other thing that's weird is I've never considered myself an artist. That's crazy because you are such an artist. And I have an art degree. Yeah. But like- I only recently, when people are like, oh, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I guess I'm an artist. Mm-hmm. Sort of. I don't really know what I am, to be honest. You are an artist. I know, but it's so weird to like identify yourself sometimes. So I think that that's part of the imposter thing too, is like feeling like you're allowed to identify as that. Mm-hmm. But I think once you get more confident and more like, this is what I do. And realizing that, like you said, everybody starts that way. Everybody And you realize that too, way. also everybody has no idea what they're doing. Oh my God. Let me tell you right now, nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. Even if they're 60 years old and you're 20 and you're in the same meeting as them, they don't. They know basically as much as you do. Yeah. No, they really do. And so like you can – and we've said this in our just like starting a business um, episode that we did, which is like you just have to do it. You have to just Just go to the meeting. You have to – Sit there and maybe you're uncomfortable, but like the more you do it, the better you'll get. And mm-hmm. then you just have to start the business. Like just take the first step just and be like, it. I'm free falling and I'm jumping in and fuck it. Fuck <laughs> it. Hype yourself up and have good friends around you to remind you that you are that bitch. You are that bitch. You are that bitch. You are that bitch. Well, that's our episode mm-hmm. for this week. Um, if you guys have any questions or topic suggestions, things you guys want us to cover, feel free to DM us at Am I Doing This Right Pod. 
or email us at amidoingthisrightpod at gmail.com. Yes. And of course, submit more random advice questions. Yes. If you we want to, to, email us. It. Or and yeah, like we said at the top of the at the top of the episode, rate review, do a screenshot. You email. might get a candle. You might get a candle. Mm-hmm. All right. So we'll be back next week with another epi. Bye. Love you so much. Bye. Love you. <laughs>